If you're not including looked, not booked sequences in your launches, you are almost certainly leaving money on the table. If you have fancy email automation and you can automate all of this, brilliant. It will make your life easier. If you don't, this is a strategy. You're listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. I'm Janet Murray, and I love helping coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs create super engaging content that generates leads and sales for their businesses. No one starts a business and just knows how to create engaging content. It's a skill that has to be learned and practiced. And there's always something new to learn, no matter how long you've been in business. And I know running an online business can feel messy. Perfectionism, fear, self-doubt, and other mindset stuff can stop you showing up online in the way that's best for you. So you'll get help with that too. Ready to get courageous with your content? Let's get started. Most entrepreneurs and online course creators spend launch weeks chained to their desk, surviving on takeaway coffees and pizza. Despite what the online gurus say about launching from the beach while sipping a cocktail. I'm Janet Murray, one of the UK's leading content marketing experts, and I have launched dozens of times. I've launched everything from one-off PDF downloads to masterclasses and webinars to full-on launches for online courses, memberships, on and offline events, and even physical products. So in this tutorial episode of the Courageous Content Podcast, I want to share three types of content you can get created well ahead of your launch week so you can boost sales and reduce stress during your car open period. You never know, it might help you get a home-cooked meal down you during your launch week rather than those takeaway coffees and pizza. So the first type of content you absolutely need to create for any launch, and no, you don't need fancy email automation to do this, is your looked not bought sequence. So this is a series of emails that you send, which are specifically designed for your hottest leads. If you're using email automation, so if you're using software that can tell you who's actually clicked on your sales page, you can send them a very targeted email that makes them aware that you know they've been looking at your course and gives them the opportunity to simply ask you some questions. And if you're not using fancy email automation, you can still do looked not bought emails. You can send them to people who have sent questions by email or by social media, direct message. Not having fancy email automation is no excuse not to do this. Now, typically I would send a series of three emails. And if you have my courageous launch content kit, I've included one of my fill in the gaps look not book sequences in that kit. But typically I would do something like the first email, I would simply say, I noticed that you've been checking out my whatever the name of the digital product is. I just wondered if you had any questions. You would be amazed by how many people come back. And if you think it sounds scammy or silly, think about it again. I mean, do you get upset when your hairdresser sends you a message and says, I haven't seen you for a while? Are you ready to book in for your next cut or colour? Or do you get offended when the dentist contacts you and reminds you that you need to book a checkup or the optician? Probably not. So you'll be surprised how many people respond to this email. They've either just been too busy, they've looked at your course, they are interested, but they've had a million and one things to do and your email just prompts them to ask that question that's been in their mind. 
But sometimes what it prompts people to do is to ask a question that shows you something you need to change. So for example, they might say, oh yes, I was interested in that, but I thought it wasn't suitable for whatever. In my case, what often happens is people will say, oh, I did look at that and I thought it sounded really good, but I didn't think it was right for product business owners. So that gives me the opportunity not only to go back to them and reassure them that it is suitable for that type of person, but also to ask them, was there any reason why you thought that this course wasn't for you? And asking that follow-up question can give me really useful information about how to improve my sales page, how to improve my marketing emails. Sometimes there might be a word or phrase that I've used, or maybe even an image that I've used or a video that I've used that has made somebody think it's not suitable for them. So what you're really doing with your looked not booked sequence is just opening up a conversation. The second email, I would typically ask people to tell me why they haven't bought. So I will often preface it by saying something like this is a bit awkward. I might even put that in the email subject header, but just say, look, I noticed you've been checking this out and you haven't invested. It's really helpful for me to know for my marketing why certain products or services aren't landing with people. And if there's anything that you can share with me that would be helpful, I'd be really grateful. And again, you'd be amazed how many people come back with information that's really helpful. Sometimes they've misunderstood something. Sometimes they've misinterpreted something. So it's an opportunity for you to handle that objection and that may well turn into a sale. Sometimes the product really isn't right for them. And I think people respect you telling them so. So again, if you can open up those conversations, then it's always a positive thing. My final email in my series of three will probably be something like final call. So I'll put in the subject header, final call or last chance to get whatever the product is. And usually there's some kind of discount or bonus and it will be quite simple and straightforward. Just wanted to remind you that this offer is closing at whatever time. Those kind of sequences, once you've done a few of them, and I do have a template in my launch content kit. If you haven't invested yet, I will put a link to that in the show notes. But once you've done a few, it starts to become second nature. Sometimes I might do an extra look not bought email where I say something like, I noticed you've been checking out whatever product it is. I thought it might be helpful to share with you the most common questions that I get asked. And that can be really helpful for dealing with objections. So if you're not including looked, not booked sequences in your launches, you are almost certainly leaving money on the table. Like I say, if you have fancy email automation and you can automate all of this, brilliant. It will make your life easier. If you don't, this is a strategy. So you can create a sequence of emails as long as you are compliant with data protection law, which basically means not adding people to your list who didn't give you consent and not emailing people about things that they didn't give you consent to email them about, then you can absolutely do this manually. You can make yourself some templates. And even if you are using an email marketing system, but you haven't figured out how to do the automation to do a look, not book sequence, as long as you can see who's actually clicked on those links or even who's opened the emails, you can do this all manually. Otherwise, you can follow people up who've sent you messages or asked questions in your Facebook group, on social media, in the DMs, by email. The important bit here is the strategy and not the tech. So the second type of content that will help you make more sales in any launch 
is objection handling email templates. Typically, when you try to sell anything online, you will come across objections and usually they are related to time or money. I don't have time. This isn't the right time for me. It's too expensive or I can't afford it. I'm doing another course at the moment, so I don't have time. Regardless of what industry you're in, the objections are often very, very similar. But when you're busy in launch mode and you're sending out lots of emails and you're sending and posting lots of social media posts, the last thing you need is to have to keep writing emails to people who are asking you very similar questions. So what I always do ahead of a launch is I make a list of the most common objections that I get. So I'll use my Courageous Content Planner as an example. It might be things like, I bought it last year and I didn't use it, or I've tried to use planners before and didn't get on with them. And then what I do is draft out email responses. And they typically say something like, this is something we hear a lot, so acknowledging what somebody is saying, and then handling the objection. To take the Courageous Content Planner as an example, people will say, well, I tried using a planner before, but I didn't use it very much. Or maybe even I bought your planner and I didn't use it that much. And what I've learned is that people often feel that if they invest in a paper planner, then it's only valuable if they write in every single page of it. And of course, people use planners in many different ways. I created a content planner. I don't write that much in mine. but I do use it every day. I do have clients who write in every single page. So I've created an objection email template. So if somebody says something like that, I say, yeah, that's something we hear a lot. However, you don't have to write in your planner every day to get value in it. Sometimes I might even say I created it and I don't. And what can really make an email like this effective is having a testimonial from someone who has had the very same objection and has overcome it. So for my Courageous Content Planner, Josephine Hughes is one of my lovely clients who runs a business where she helps counsellors to promote their business. She had sent me this lovely testimonial where she basically says that she's bought planners before and hasn't used them. She's actually thrown them away. But what she's realised by having my planner is that she doesn't have to write in it all the time. And also she's quite a spontaneous person and she's also realised that it's okay to pick it up and use it every day. She doesn't actually have to be weeks ahead with her content. In fact, let's have a listen to what she said. Biggest worry when I was thinking about buying the planner is the fact that I am not very organised and I know that I can buy stuff and it just sits on the desk unused. The number of planners I've had in the past that I just throw away at the end of the year. But with Janet's planner, what I've found is that it's been an absolute lifesaver for me. So if you're not a planner, don't get put off by the thought that you don't plan because you can pick it up and you can find something to post on the day. And that's one of the things I really use it for. Although if you are more of a strategic person or you're looking to develop a better planning habit, Janet has been really good at helping me with that as well. So if you're on the fence, what I'd say is it isn't a very big investment, but it's a brilliant investment in your business, in your social media presence. It will get you a bigger audience. It will get you clients. So I was able to craft a objection handling email template where if someone said, well, I don't really get on with planners or I bought one before and I didn't use it or I didn't write in it. 
could acknowledge it, reassure, that's usually the next stage. Actually, it's okay not to write in every page of a planner. And here's somebody who bought one and is just like you and is actually getting really great results from it. Which leads me nicely into the third type of content you need to create to increase sales in a launch. And it's testimonials, which are specifically related to objection handling. You can use them on their own. So for my Courageous Content Live event last year, I had a fantastic testimonial from Mel Bridger, a fitness expert, where she talked about the fact that before she came to my online event, Courageous Content Live, she thought online events were rubbish and not worth attending. But actually, she realized she was wrong and she ended up getting so much done at the event. I was a little bit dubious about attending a live online event because I didn't think it would be as good. I have the same kind of atmosphere or the same kind of energy usefulness of the sessions as live conferences go. I was wrong. So Janet put together an incredible event, was able to chill out at home, was able to make notes, probably spoke to a lot more people than I would have if I'd have been at a live event. And I was able to come up with some really, really good ideas. Content planning session helped me to document the kind of content that I wanted to put together over the next couple of quarters. And it made it a lot less overwhelming for me. So if you're thinking about whether or not it's worth attending a live event, so an online event, there are so many benefits. It's cheaper for starters because you don't have to worry about travel costs. You don't have to worry about staying in hotels and you can surround yourself with all of your favorite things. You can do what I did and attend the, attend the entire thing in slippers. So what are you waiting for? Go and book your Courageous Content Live event ticket now. Those types of testimonials can be used in your email marketing. So in any email marketing campaign, I would really recommend that at least two out of this seven or the minimum of seven that you send during your cart open period are specifically handling common objections. So you can use those videos in those emails. You can also use them in your objection handling emails, but also you can turn them into social media posts and you can put them together and create a montage of objection video testimonials and that can be a new piece of content in itself. So I hope I've opened your eyes to different types of content that you can create well ahead of your car open week that will help you to make more sales and these are particularly effective for people who are on the fence if you like. So they're interested, they've put their hand up, they've asked a question but they've got some reservations. I have templates for all of these types of content in my Courageous Content Launch Kit. So we've got templates for the looked not bought sequence, for the objection handling emails, and also for those testimonials. I've actually got fill in the gaps templates that you can send to your clients that will get them to produce really amazing testimonials for your course that focus on the transformation rather than just say, oh, Janet is very nice to work with, which is typically the kind of thing that people will send you, but aren't actually that effective when it comes to boosting your sales. So I will add a link to my Courageous Content Launch Kit in the show notes for this episode. But as ever, I do love hearing from you. So if you found this useful, then do connect with me on social media. I'm at Jan Murray UK on most social media platforms. Would you like to create super engaging content about your business and do it consistently? If so, you need my Courageous Content Planner in your life. It's a gorgeous A4 desk diary that's so simple to use. 
because it's based on my 4x4 strategy, which involves posting four styles of content four days a week. Yes, content planning really can be that easy. There's templates for daily, weekly, monthly, and annual planning, so you know exactly what to post, where, and when. Plus hundreds of ready-to-go content ideas and prompts. So you'll never run out of ideas for social media posts again. And accountability trackers to keep you consistent with your posting. The Courageous Content Planner is both practical and pretty, with four gorgeous cover designs to choose from. So if you want to ditch the content overwhelm and you want a simple content plan you can actually stick to, head over to CourageousContentPlanner.com to order your copy today. for listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media. That way, more people can benefit from the free tips and strategies I share. And be sure to tag me in when you do. I'm at Jan Murray on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.